everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christian Heim podcast, where we're living for preventative mental health, love, and compassion. So glad for your company. I'm Caroline Heim, and today we're continuing our series taken directly from the monthly live Q&As that Dr. Heim does on the iHealth Radio channel in New York with the wonderful, wonderful host, Hurricane H. Now, this episode is for anyone who is getting stressed at work. I'm putting my hand up right now, totally stressed. I need to listen to this episode. Now, for one caller, though, stress was affecting their sex life. Dr. Heim gives you some really practicals in this episode and talks about how sex works in the brain. Let's drop in on the conversation. I have been so stressed about life and work that it is not only impacting my work, but it is now impacting my intimate life and sex drive, not sure how I can address this so it does not result in a divorce or broken home. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the question. So now we're talking about some some really difficult issues where stress, <clears throat> anxiety, and depression can start affecting our relationships, uh, but also something deep inside us, uh, our sex drive. So through this, we learn that the mind and the body are not as separate as we'd like it to be right? So whatever happens in your mind, it shows up in your body. And so for this person, the stress is causing a decrease in sex drive, which is affecting their relationship. So particularly in a world that is growing in uncertainty, and again, we come back to that question, what can I control and what can't I control? And we're all finding out that there's more that we can't control. So the question is, how do we then... um, make it so that um, we don't lose our sex drive, we don't lose our relationships. So the first thing is that question, what can we or what can't we control, using some relaxation techniques, but particularly in a relationship, this is where talking comes in because the feeling that we want to have when we're in a relationship is me too. I'm going through this too. And so when you talk to another human being, and you find that they're becoming a bit more stressed, they're worried about a few things as well, then the first thing is we don't feel like we're alone because we aren't actually alone. And so that starts to build trust. It starts to build familiarity, and it starts to build a foundation through which we can start to let go of some of that stress. Then to use these kind of techniques, to do away with the stress. And if somebody is really stressed hurricane, then sometimes exercising is a better thing to do because it's a very tight energy and you've got to dissipate that energy while relaxing the whole body. And so stretches before exercising, exercising, and then some stretches afterwards, it relaxes all that stress. And what happens is our sex drive is very much related to our parasympathetic nervous system. Now, what that means is we've got to be in a relaxed mode to be able to get sexually excited. Now, the fight and flight that we talked about, that's what we call our sympathetic nervous system. That's when we're all tight. We've got a lot of energy. Blood is flowing to our hands and our feet. Our mouth goes dry. Our breathing becomes very shallow and our heart rate becomes very fast. Well, quite frankly, to be sexually excited, we want all the opposite. (laughs) We want to be able to have a slow heartbeat, deep breathing, uh, and in that state, our digestive uh, juices flow, and uh, we'll find ourselves becoming more sexually aroused in the right company, which is why uh, if you want a romantic evening, you go out to dinner 
and you take time. Because when we're in this relaxed state, which I'll call rest and digest, our mouth starts to water. You start to be able to just taste those those crisply fried vegetables just with the right uh, vinaigrette and uh, olive oil and a bit of lemon juice and some salt. And you can feel your mouth go, oh, this is lovely. This is really good. Well, if you have a few hours of that, you're more relaxed, your heartbeat is sinking, and when the lights are a bit low, it's all relaxed, and then the excitement can begin sexually. So if you're in relationship with somebody, you have these conversations to find out what people are anxious about, then you do these exercises, you exercise through the day, but then in the evening when it's time to uh, have something to eat, you want to wind down, wind down completely. And that will pave the way for better intimacy in a relationship. Well, thank you, doctor. And, 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 and you know, it's amazing because this is a, a question about the, I'm, I'm stressed at work and life, right? And when you're with someone, you have a partner in life, I mean, that's something that should be, you know, almost shared because that's at least my, my experience, you know, you become one. I mean, maybe some people will back to differ on this opinion because yeah. they, they might just live separate lives. But if you're in, let's say, a marital situation or like some sort of domestic partnership or like a real serious relationship, uh, it gets a little elevated where you have to actually kind of be, you know, acknowledge the other party in the relationship. And, and you know, you yeah. almost have to, when they go out, you know, down, you have to feel, you know, the balance with them and be there for them, not actually stress them out. So you have to be also understanding of where they are uh, and don't just maybe demand things and and, and want to yeah. have it's just the wrong time to ask for certain things you know and intimacy yeah. is not one of those you know so it's very difficult to manage if you're not in that you know i guess balanced relationship yes yes so th there are two techniques that i want to talk about here that are actually very important because people get very stressed and what we unfortunately do is have a tendency to take it out on the people who are close to you right now, uh, so the thing is that let's say anybody, anybody can come home from work and get really stressed out and get really angry. And before you know it, you're biting the head off of the people that you love. Not a good situation. So two techniques. And the first one has to do with after work. And this is something that I used to do every day. When you finish work and you have built up stress from the day, don't go straight home. Go to a park, walk it out go to the ocean, go for a swim, go to the gym, work it out, do something so that you take all the stress out of your body and you are able to dissipate all that energy so that you're not a stressed bundle of nerves when you get home, right? So that when you're with the people that you love, you don't have to take out your stress on them because you've already done something else. You've done some exercise. You've gone for a swim. You've gone for a jog. You went for a walk. So that's the first technique between work and home. Even if you work from home, just go outside and go for a jog or spend some time by yourself and then you come back a different person. So the second technique is when you're with the people you love and you've had a stressed day, you put it into words. Hi, I'm home. I've had a really stressful day. This happened and that happened. And then what you're actually doing is you're sharing your life with them. You're letting them into your head. 
and other people actually love that. It's a privilege to be inside your head. And then they can go, oh, that was terrible. That was hard. Is there anything I can do to help? And you are in relationship rather than being angry and then sort of tripping over toys and getting angry about that or angry because something's out of order or whatever it happens to be when you tend to push people away. When you're stressed and you've dissipated the energy by going for a run, you can then draw people in to not only help you, but you can then help them because at some stage you'll ask, how was your day? And then they will do the same to you. And before you know it, you're in relationship rather than out of relationship. Doc, thank you so much for those. I mean, I, I love those techniques. And, and I, you know, they're not uh, unheard of, but, but you're right. It's no. just putting it to practice. I mean, right. you know, it's funny when you say oh, two techniques, like, you know, what's the problem is like, oh, okay, what, what those things? But when you say it, it's like, oh, I can do that, right? <laughs> but it's right. just just the practice of it, I think, is the challenge. And and. Everybody can do that. To your point, it's not hard. I mean, you you, you stop. You you just take a spin around. You diffuse, blast some music, whatever you need to do. Go to gym. You know, we'll yes. come into home. I'm gonna go to gym. Whatever, just in and out. But don't don't clash. And 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 and, to, and I think the second technique is also just as powerful because if you tell people your day, they don't have to guess because they're not they're not really you know psychic. They're not you know gonna get into your brains without you telling them. Uh, they're gonna look at you. Maybe when you were someone long enough, you probably can feel that you can see oh, that yeah. you can but, oh, yeah. but if you're a new in a relationship that's not going to be obvious and you know at the first sight at the first reaction what the hell's going on here right and then it's over right yeah. uh, so yeah. so it takes both to tango like two to tango as they say <laughs> so you yeah. have to to work it out together but but it's also taking to your point uh, a, a way of communicating and, and sharing and but the other flip side because some people like well, I don't care how you did his. That's a problem. <laughs> or like, yeah. you know, you know, don't bring your work here, whatever. But it, it's not like I can. I mean, if I'm having a stressful day and I'm coming home. There's nothing else I can do. It's not like I can hide yeah. or I can take a vacation overnight. I mean, you have to, yeah. to come home someone. So it, yeah. it's both sides that need to actually work together to make sure that to diffuse the idea. And at least, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, let's go to dinner or maybe let's watch a movie together and, and yeah. change things. Maybe it works. Yes, so. yes, and, and this is what we call in relationship give and take, right? I'll be there for you, you be there for me. Sometimes I'll need to take more, sometimes I can give more, but we're sharing life together. And what words do is invite people into your life, okay? Invite people into your head, invite people into a relationship. And that actually is one of the most wonderful feelings that we humans can have because all of us, actually fear being alone, that I'm the only one that gets stressed out, I'm the only one that has these fears, I'm the only one that worries about this. When you find out that everybody else is going through the same thing, oh, you mean we're in this together? Yep, we're in this together. And if it's a stressful day at work or if it's getting through an earthquake, together we're stronger, together we're stronger. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and are feeling a little bit less stressed. If you like these podcasts, please subscribe, spread the word and recommend them to others. See you next time.